Welcome back to the Becoming CEO podcast, where we decide every single day to become the CEO we were created to be. Over here, we're low-key ratchet and high-key saved, okay? Listen, I know what it feels like to have the hugest to-do list, feel super unclear on what to do next in your business, download all the freebies, and still be stuck at square one. And darling, that's over for you today. Hey boo, I'm Kay Hillman. I'm a scientist turned five-figure photographer turned marketing and business strategist for female service providers building profitable businesses. I'm the coach for confused peeps. Boo thang, it's time to ditch the hustle. Listen close, darling, as I snatch your mindset, clarify your messaging, and drop marketing gems. When you roll with me, you'll gain confidence, clarity, and sales as you become the highest version of yourself. Let's get this money. Hey, boo, hey, happy Tuesday or whatever day you're listening to this on. So I was recently asked a question during CEO office hours, which is our group coaching call inside the Becoming CEO Method. Um, I was recently asked, should I offer a payment plan? And I had a lot of thoughts around this question that I wanted to share and talk about. Um, And we talked about it, of course, during the call, but I also want to share some of the thoughts that I had here on the podcast about should you offer a payment plan for your offers? So first, here are my thoughts around payment plans um, for service providers and for coaches. First, it has to be done with integrity. I don't believe in inflating the price of a payment plan beyond processing fees. So what I mean is like, have you ever seen someone who offers a payment plan and the payment plan when you do the math, like if you sat down and did the math for the payment plan, you end up spending like $1,000 more or $1,500 more than the price of paying it in full. And I don't think that that's an integrity as a believer, (laughs) I'm going to say that from a believer standpoint, I just, I don't feel like that is an integrity um, because if someone didn't have the money up front, why tax them like that? Like, that's my thought process. Like, okay, they didn't have the money to pay it in full up front. So I'm going to tax them an extra thousand dollars. And I get it right. In normal everyday life, when we buy something on credit or buy something on a payment plan or whatever, they tax it. Like they pay, we have to pay interest. But I feel like just as a, as a woman of integrity, um, it just doesn't feel good to me as a service provider or as a coach to, tax someone a thousand dollars extra what I do is for a payment plan I will only upcharge the the whatever the percentage is for like processing fees so like um like I think PayPal's processing fee is like two percent or something so like the upcharge would cover any kind of processing fees because they're on a payment plan but otherwise like I feel like the price shouldn't be inflated just because they're not paying it in full. Um, but now the other side of things is that I do see the incentive behind like, oh, if someone pays in full, they should get a percent off. And this is where I feel like transparency and pricing needs to happen. And so maybe what it could be is like, okay, if the full price of the program is, let's just say $2,000, and then you break it up into payments of two seventy five per month for um, for people that pay, you know, a monthly payment, and that accounts for any kind of processing fees or whatever, right? Um, but then maybe for people that pay in full, instead of it being like, oh, they get a discount or like they pay less, maybe you just add more value to them, right? Maybe for the person that pays in full, they get um, an extra call with you, or um, they get a certain like level of access to you that people that pay in installments don't get. I feel like that's in more integrity than to just inflate the price by a thousand dollars or whatever, because someone is doing a payment plan. But that's just me. 
you know, no judgment. Again, I, I have thoughts and you can have your own thoughts. <laughs> but that's the first thing. Um, also, the other thought that I have about payment plans is that there's a certain amount of defaulting that happens and you just got to be prepared for it. This is something that I was not prepared for when I first started doing payment plans and payment options for people. I didn't really think about the fact that like people can just literally stop paying or they can um, they can like dispute the payment or whatever right like people can just decide they don't want to pay anymore um and it can be tough to see that someone stops paying especially after you like reach out to them and and like you know they've consumed the content right so for us coaches like or course creators right you can see that they you know they watch the videos or whatever you can see that they've done all these things but out of nowhere they just stop paying and you have to kind of weigh out the pros and cons of offering a payment plan that extends beyond the service or the delivery of the offer. So like I have some programs and some things that I do where the, I have an extended payment plan. So you can pay beyond when we're actually alive. So for example, um, when I used to do the serve and sell on social program, that program it had a six month payment plan, even though the program was only three months. And so I really had to weigh out the pros and cons of that, right? Of what would happen if someone stopped paying after the third month because the program was over. Um, and I know they consumed the content. I know they got coached by me. Like I know I did my part, but like they just decided not to pay. And that's something that we have to be prepared for up front. And people don't talk about that. People just say like, oh, do a payment plan. It's more accessible, blah, blah, blah. But like, yeah, it's more accessible, but also like you open yourself up to all the feelings and all the drama around people not having integrity themselves and not paying. So that's something else to think about. Um, other thoughts that I had is, like I said, it allows people to join um, that are interested, but they just don't have like the upfront money, right? So it's that accessibility piece because people don't always have $3,000 or $2,000 laying around to pay for a program. Um, but on the other hand, if you don't have a payment plan and you require people to pay up front, it, it, it requires people to show up different and raise their own belief. Um, so one thing I will say is like, I've paid for programs where it's been a couple grand and I've had to pay for it up front because there was no payment plan. And it really made me show up different, but also like made me raise my own beliefs in the fact that like, huh. If I could do this for someone, why can't someone do the same for one of my programs, right? Um, and so it, it is something to think through, right? Again, I have a lot of thoughts around payment plans and I, I, I'm i on both sides, right? For some things, I'm like, yeah, payment plan is a great idea. But for other things, I'm like, mm, no, like this is not the best thing to do a payment plan. And sometimes I don't offer a payment plan because I want people to, um, for lack of better words, jump right? Like I want you to jump. I want you to, I want you to jump to this expectation that I am setting. Um, I want you to jump to the standard in this bar that I'm setting. Not that if I have a payment plan, it's not force is not challenging you. Um, but I'm also of the school of thought of like, I want to stretch you, not stress you. So sometimes I offer a payment plan purely because I don't want to stress people with, Oh, you got to drop ten thousand dollars right now on this offer um and that's whether it's my coaching or whether it's my business as a service provider so um some things to ask yourself when thinking of a payment plan because again i have lots of thoughts but i'm just going to share like the feedback and like the what, what i was saying around should you offer a payment plan 
So the first question to ask yourself is, is it worth it, right? Is having a payment plan actually worth it? And what I mean by this is if your course is $99, there's not a reason to offer a payment plan. If someone can't pay $99, then you doing two installments of $50 or whatever, like that's really not going to make much of a difference. Um, and so in that case, I would not offer a payment plan. However, for a $2,500 program or more, you may consider offering monthly installments for whatever period of time you decide to do it because you're trying to make it manageable for people to be able to invest. And that's okay, right? But it's also okay to say, my program is $2,500 and I don't wanna offer a payment plan because I don't want to, because it's not worth it to me for them. You know, not, not, I'm saying that. It's not worth it to me to break up the payments. And this happens a lot as service providers. So we think about payment plans a lot as coaches and consultants and all that kind of stuff. But really as a service provider, a lot of times our offers are, you know, $1,000 plus. If you are in the wedding industry, you know, and you do wedding photography, or if you, um, really any field of photography, you can, you, people can spend upwards of thousands of dollars on their images. Um, as a web designer, right? You can, people can spend thousands of dollars getting a website designed. And so you have to ask yourself, is it worth it for me to break up, um, the, the, the costs, right? And sometimes it may not be worth it to you, right? It's different when someone is on retainer, like you're doing a monthly retainer thing, like you're a VA or um, something like that, right? But when you're designing, like doing a web build for someone, maybe it's not worth it to you to break up the payments because with the way that you do things, you need to be compensated up front and that's okay, right? So the first question to ask yourself is, is it worth it? But also with that question, you need to ask yourself, why am I offering the payment plan? So what is your true intention behind the payment plan? Are you just trying to fill spots? Like, are you just trying to fill spots in your program? Or are you just trying to get a bunch of new clients because you need people? And so you're going to offer this ridiculous payment plan just to get people to fill the spots, right? In this case, it's going to likely lead to defaults, right? It's going to likely lead to people who they don't finish paying or you start on their project and they stop paying so then you stop the project or whatever it just leads to a whole mess of a headache so ask yourself like why am I offering this what is my intention um are you not trying to financially stress people so you're giving them another option that, that's that's where I usually stand on the fence when I do payment plans it's like I don't want to financially stress someone I do want to stretch you but I don't want to stress you out so I give you the option of okay if you don't pay in full here is a payment plan option um also, you want to think about like, is this like is offering a payment plan so that you can income stack, right? So that you can create some kind of recurring revenue. Um, and in that case, you would also give the pay in full and the payment plan option. And what I will say with the income stacking thing, because you guys know I'm like really big on income stacking, I try not to, how does, how do I say this? I try not to um, revolve my income stacking strategy around payment plans. Um, but I will revolve it around retainer clients because retainer clients, they usually don't default on payments, right? They usually don't decide out of nowhere not to pay you because it's just a different type of contractual obligation that they have. So anyway, 
why are you offering a payment plan? What is the purpose? What is the intention behind why you're doing that? Energy to me is everything, especially when it comes to money and finances. Um, well, money is finances, but whatever. Anyway, the next question you want to ask yourself is, will a payment plan cause your client to stress about paying you and not focus on doing the work to get the results? So <laughs> you just want to be really mindful of like offering a payment plan if the payment plan is going to be so high to the point that they're stressed out every month about how they're going to pay you and not focusing on how they are actually going to get the results for themselves or do the work required or show up and give you what you need to do the work. So if a payment plan is going to cause a client to stress out, then you would do much better off not offering the payment plan. Um, and then also, Another thing that I think about is like, so in the wedding industry, you guys know I have a photography business and so, um, and I used to do weddings. So I would offer different payment plans to brides depending on their level of stress and depending on their level of commitment and how like, how they felt like their budget was for their wedding. So for, for brides that I felt like, ooh, they're, they're like really penny pinching and they were like really stressed about how they're doing their finances for the wedding I would give them a payment plan that when they look at the payments it was less right so what I mean by this is let's say they had a thousand dollars I would say okay let's do a hundred dollars a month instead of doing you know random like not random but like instead of doing two big payments of five hundred dollars because they would stress so much about the five hundred dollars that they wouldn't respond to my emails. They wouldn't respond to my texts. It would just be so overwhelming to them to even respond to me because they were constantly thinking about, oh, I haven't paid her yet. So you wanna ask yourself like, will a payment plan cause your clients to stress about paying you? Um, and this is always like, oof, this is always like a tough spot in the coaching industry because the worst feeling in the world, and I've experienced this, the worst feeling in the world is, investing in something and at first like you have good intentions right you invest and you're like oh yeah like payment plan this is great whatever but then life happens or whatever and you start to always think about how am I going to pay for this month's installment or whatever in that case the payment plan wasn't worth it and as business owners we have to have that integrity to say you know what I'm going to be really either picky about who I allow into this program or very picky about who I let into this offer or I have to, you know, just be really mindful about the payment plans that I do create so that people have options, like people truly have options in what they can actually afford. Um, another question to ask yourself is if someone defaults halfway through, how are you going to feel? Bottom line, how are you going to feel if someone just stops paying? So if you do a three month pay payment plan um, for a three month program, how will you pay if someone, how will you feel if someone doesn't pay the last installment? Um, and this, this happens a lot, depending on like how you time the payments, people may decide not to pay that last payment. How are you going to feel about that? Right. The program's over. How are you going to feel if you do an extended payment plan? So the month, the program is three months, but you do a six month payment plan. How are you going to feel if someone pay, stops paying after the program ends? Like that means that you don't get half of the money. How are you going to feel about that? And then in addition to this, what I like to think about is what is my break even or my happy medium number? Um, and so this isn't to like, this isn't to say that you shouldn't do a payment plan, but it is to say that these things happen and people don't talk about the fact that defaulting on payments is just a common thing that happens in the coaching industry and as a service provider. Like I've had brides who literally just 
decided not to pay anymore. And it's like, well, what do you do? Like, how do you feel? What happens next? Um, and so it's something to really think about when you are offering a payment plan. Like, what are you going to do? Oh, King's waking up from his nap. Um, but like I said, this isn't to discourage you, but to really just get you to think about is a payment plan for $397, like a $397 course worth it? Um, is a payment plan for a $2,000 program or a $2,000 service worth it, right? Maybe you require payment in full. And I want to say that you'll be surprised at how many people will pay $2,000, $3,000, $5,000, $10,000 in full, right? Because that's what you require. And it is what it is. You don't have to feel bad about that. Um, so yeah, that's just something to think through. What is your, and when I say like, what is your break even or what is your happy medium number? What I mean is like, okay, so if someone pays all the payments except for the very last one, are you going to be tripping? You know, sometimes like, and ugh, I, I hate when this happens, but like sometimes you could follow up and follow up and follow up and check in and all this kind of stuff and people still won't make the final payment. And it's like, what do you do at that point? And that's why this next thing that I'm going to say is so important. Do you have a contract or policies in place for your payment plans, right? So what is that contract? What are the policies that you have in place to protect you um, if people try to default or people try to like skate on making payments? So when I offer payment plans, I personally have people sign a contract agreeing to that payment plan. Um, I do this through Dubsado. Everybody gets a profile that's created um, and then they sign the contract with their intake form. And this just protects me um, so that, you know, if anything were to happen, you know, I have a contract to kind of fall back on. Um, thankfully, I've never had to enforce anything like this. Like I've never had to enforce the payment part. Um, and, you know, I don't I don't really know what I would do if I had to enforce that part of the contract, to be 100 percent honest. Um, I have had plenty of people default on payments. Um, and for me, it is a thing where it's so important to have a conversation with people, right? To just check in because you never know what, what, um, what could have happened, right? You never know like what the situation is, but I do have those contracts or I do have my contract in place so that I can just be a little more proactive in, um, in the whole fight against, <laughs> um, defaulting on payments. So those are like the questions you should ask yourself, some things you should think about when it comes to offering payment plans. But I want to talk about like how to have a good experience with payment plans, because I have had like a really good experience with, um, do giving payment plans. So the first thing is have an application process and make sure people sign a contract. So we already talked about this, but having an application, it really ensures that you are able to vet the people in your programs and in your different um, service containers. So, um, and you know, maybe an application process doesn't quite apply, but um, you know, hopping on a phone with your brides or hopping on a phone with a potential client that's, that you're gonna do a website design with um doing those things just allows you to vet the person that you're about to start working with and vet whether or not you think that they would be a good fit for a payment plan um and it's okay to just completely turn a client away if you feel like they're they're gonna if you feel like they're raising some red flags that they're not gonna pay um some red flags for me that people aren't gonna pay i find this happens a lot or, or it used to happen a lot in my social media management agency um is people who jumped from social media manager to social media manager um that for me was a red flag and it kind of made me think that like hmm, they're probably going to default on this contract because they've had like so many other service providers and 
they never take accountability like there's always like oh yeah this one did this and this manager did that and blah 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 and I'm like mm, yeah this ain't gonna work um and you can be very nice about why someone's not a good fit for your program or for your offer but just having that application process and making people sign a contract that's that's one really good way to have a good experience for payment plans across the board um, also be committed to delivering what you promised so people will pay when they don't feel cheated so while yes people make the obligation you know like once they say like okay yeah I'm doing the payment plan yeah like they they should feel obligated to make the investment you still have to show up and I feel like a lot of times um, people default on payments when they feel like they're not getting what was promised to them and so I've always been really intentional about hey, I'm, I'm going to definitely deliver and go above and beyond because I never want you to feel like you got cheated out of your, out of the money that you did pay. So at the end of the day, the one thing they can't say about my service or my program is that they didn't get what they were promised. So that's another way to just make sure you have a good experience with payment plans because when people feel like they were compensated, but it was just their fault, they didn't show up or they didn't give you what you needed. Like as a service provider, I've had plenty of um, clients who they don't give me content or they don't give me whatever it is I need. And in that case, they're not mad at me and they still pay me because I delivered on what I promised um, and they just didn't do their part and that's okay. Uh, another way to have a good experience is don't just sell and ghost people, but to actually engage with your students and your clients. So a lot of times I see people, um, you will like get a new person and that like the most they talk to you is when you were selling to them. So what I mean by this is if you have a course and granted like courses, I feel like they're standalone things. Like I don't feel like you have to like always be engaging with courses. But what I do with all my courses is they get a weekly email sequence or like for however long the course is supposed to be. So if I feel like the course is five modules, I might do five weekly emails um, just to kind of touch base with them, but also remind them how they can get in touch with me, how they can ask questions, how they can get support, things like that. Um, just so that they can feel and so that they can know that like, hey, I didn't just want you to join the program and that was it. Like, I really want to engage with you and support you however I can. And I really want you to have a good experience in this course. Um, if it's a program, having a, a check-in thread where you literally call everyone by name, like at everybody um, and ask them for a check-in, ask for an update, um, but just to make sure that like everybody feels connected with. Um, for like, let's say you, it's it's a service that you're providing, you know, just making sure that like you have communication channels where your clients really have access to you, but also checking in with them. So for my social media clients, they get a weekly check-in email from me and I don't care if they respond or not. I'm still going to check in with you. I'm still going to, I'm still going to ask like how you're doing all that kind of stuff. Um, for my brides or for my, um, photography clients, I check in with them. Like I have a certain kind of, um, like certain milestones in our relationship while checking with them. But I always want people to know like, hey, I'm here for you. Like if you have questions or here's something that you could be working on, like I'm always trying to support people throughout. And that really helps people have a good experience. And so when they do get that that email that says, hey, you have a payment due, they're not like, dang, she ain't talked to me all this time and she don't sent me an invoice, you know, like granted, yes, you have to pay the invoice because you signed up for the service. But it's like, at least the only time they're hearing from me is not, just when I'm sending them an invoice. Um, so another thing when it comes to like don't sell and ghost is to not be afraid to reach out to someone one-on-one -on -one if you see them falling through the cracks. So like I said, life happens. And by reaching out to someone one-on-one, -on -one, even though it may take a little bit of work on your part, that gesture may save your payments. Because even though people may 
be busy or like life may happen, they'll still honor the investment because they're like, you know, yeah, like I have all this stuff going on, but like Kay reached out to me, you know, and that's really important. And so, like I said, don't just sell and ghost, really engage with your students and your clients um, and really just be, be who you said you were going to be from the beginning. Um, also be open to extending or altering the payment plan for someone who was actually willing to pay. So I've had this happen countless times. Um, well, not countless times, but I had this happen a few times where someone did default on their payment. And when I reached out to them, it was literally because like they were, they were going through some kind of experience some kind of like ch life change for them. And so I was like, you know what? Okay, let's pause and we'll extend the payments to this date and your payments will pick up at this time. And they paid it because I like, I gave them that all, um, alternative option. So I'm not saying that you should do this for everybody, but if you know someone is willing, offer them, you know, a different way or a different um, timeline for payment. And just like, you know, it is an honor system thing. It is like an integrity thing. Like, do they have the integrity to actually pay it? Um, but at the end of the day, I feel like if, if you're just open to having that conversation and open to that opportunity, you can see that you're able to, you know, save your payments and actually recoup the um, the payment. Something else that you can use, um, I've heard of these uh, platforms or whatever. I think one of them is called like Gravy, but it's a system that you can um, purchase and basically like they... Um, help you save failed payments and stuff like that so you can also look into those kind of things i don't do that because i really believe in just being as personable as possible in my business so um if i'm doing anything dealing with payment it's usually either me or it's my um or it's my assistant and one of us are are in there you know just kind of chatting back and forth to figure out what's going on with the customer or the client to see like why the payment was defaulted or whatever um but if you want you can hire a, a service to do that for you um, another thing you can do last thing or like the last kind of thought I have about um, having a good experience with payment plans is that you can require the full payment before service. Um, so you're, <laughs> you're going to hold the mic now, um, but you can require the payment. Yes. Thank you. Can I talk? Um, so you can require the payment be completed prior to service. So what I mean by this is that you still offer a payment plan, but the service doesn't actually start until it's paid in full. So for weddings, they had to pay one month before, but they had a year to make a $5,000 investment. So we can break it up however you want. You can pay it however you want, but it has to be paid a month before um, I actually perform the service, which is wedding photography and editing. Or... You have, that's what you think too okay um for a vip day let's say you offer a vip day you can do it to where people pay in two installments but the final balance is due a week before the call so that's how mine are mine are set up to where um there's two payments and the final balance is due a week before our call all right y'all i think i gotta wrap this up um thank you baby even like if you're doing a, and for the VIP day example, you can do that as a service provider, right? So if you have, um, if you do web design or if you do um, graphic, anything, right? Any kind of service-based business, you can require um, payment be paid in, in full before you actually start the project and people can have just a payment plan. And what I usually do in cases like that is like for my VIP days, um, I will send them the questionnaire. I'll send them the intake form. I'll send them, I'll send them everything they need ahead of time to start working on while they are paying the installments. So they still get some kind of interaction with me and stuff like that. But um, we don't do our official call. They don't get like the official marketing plan and stuff like that until after it's paid in full. 
And then the last example I want to give is just like if you have a program, you can actually require full payment prior to the program starting. You would just need to promote earlier. So um, this won't be a problem, right? If you have a marketing plan, if you have a launch plan, all that kind of stuff. So let's say you run a three month program, you can send it to your waitlist you know, two months in advance. That way they have extra time to pay for the whole program before it starts. <laughs> so the payment plan locks them into their seat. Okay. Okay. Mama's done. Mama's done. Um, so anyway, this payment plan, it locks them into their seat. Y'all are just getting all of King's glory today. Um, but anyway, this payment plan, it locks people into their seats. Um, but it also just puts you in a position where you now have... Um, the money paid in full so you don't have to worry about people defaulting after the program ends so those are my thoughts around offering payment plans it's a lot to think about you know you have a lot of options to be 100 percent honest there's a lot going on with payment plans but ultimately it really is a matter of for me it boils down to what is my reason for doing this right like what is my intention behind having a payment plan how is this payment plan serving people? And am I really helping people by having a payment plan? Or am I going to be causing them stress? Because if I am, then this is not, like, having a payment plan is not a good idea. Um, so yes, like I said. So yes, like I said, it's a lot to think about and kind of process through. But I do think that payment plans can be a wonderful thing um, to support your clients if it's something that they need. But also I think it's, it's a thing that you can, you can really decide and say, you know what, I don't want to offer payment plans even on things that are $1,000 plus, right? You don't have to always offer a payment plan just because other people do. Um, and I feel like as long as you are offering payment plans out of a place of integrity and out of a place of just like I'm doing this to actually help and support people, not just, you know, because I'm just trying to get people to sign up for my program or whatever. I feel like that's also like, it, it, again, again it's about that energy and integrity you know behind why you're doing it so king is up and he's like girl i want to hang out so we're gonna go hang out but thanks so much for listening let me know your thoughts about this and until next time i will talk to you later darling you got something to say say see you later say see you later yeah Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to follow me on the gram at Mrs. K Hillman and let me know you're picking up what I'm putting down. Take a screenshot of you listening to this podcast and share it in your stories and leave a young thug a review so I know it's real. May you walk in your purpose and call in each and every day to become the CEO and woman you were designed to be. Until next time, let's get this money.